0: Yeah, it's funny, uh, I was uh, looking through my drawer there I found, I found my gear The paddy cap The shirt with the sleeves torn off The weight, the suit jacket, sorry The dress trousers, oh It's funny because it all, it all felt so familiar but I haven't touched it in 10 months now It's, it's crazy it's crazy how much, you know, a paddy cap and a, and a shirt comes to define you, especially when you're, when you're doing this. It's obsession. Uh, it's even, I'd say, in my life. You can call me Con Kelly. I'm 21 years old. I've been trained to be a pro wrestler for three years. Carol Lynch, my tag team partner, and I are making our entrance here. The crowd is cheering us on as the sound of whiskey in the jar, our, f- our favourite song plays over the speakers, as we are dressed in our paddy caps, our shirts, our suit jackets. Proud Irishmen, proud Irish farmers attire, We're ready to throw some spuds as we like to call it, some fists, as we make our way towards the ring. I the, started the second I finished secondary school, I had promise, you know, my parents and people in my family I would go to college because at the fruitful young age of 18 I knew, you know, it was going to be a difficult, difficult path. 19th of June 2017 I set up, got on the bus from Monin, <laughs> took the two hour journey with nothing but... But a tenner in my pocket to pay for the trainings, And I rocked up in Ballyfermot In a small little warehouse. Where a small company called Mainstage Dressing was based out of. I remember that first day well because. I felt my, my gut tighten up. My face <laughs> get a little bit swollen. But I but I thought to myself I am definitely going to do this. There's a There's a certain high you get from from doing it. Like in that high if you if you're truly passionate that high will never leave you. I was kinda I talked very serious. I still do this day, but back then even then I was like I talked very serious and they there, harsh as this may sound it's the truth, I'm not there to make friends. I'm there to be the best and even then faced with lads that are, you know got five six years experience on me it was tough going training four to five times a week for two hours in the ring I mean it it's it's a lot more of a simple system than martial arts when you're training to be a pro wrestler you learn the basics once you learn all the basic moves how to move and how to carry yourself and once your trainer feels you're ready, maybe you may be given the opportunity to get put on a, on a show to showcase your skills in front of a live crowd. It took me a while to get to that stage, but my trainer, Joe Cabray, he had very high standards. He is one of the best trainers in the world, in my opinion. But I still felt like I wasn't reaching my true potential. Luckily enough, that's something came in the door six months after I started training when an old friend of mine called Dara Lynch also began to train at the exact same school. Yeah so like we've known each other for 15 years but I think the funny thing is like we didn't go into wrestling together. So like I've told everyone my my story getting in. You tell yours now?
1: Well, yeah, it's not nothing too spectacular. i always wanted to be... A wrestler growing up on a farm, wrestling with yourself. Kept looking at different schools, weighing the pros and cons of which school I could do. But uh, my uh, my mom ended up making the decision because a guy called Cormac the butler, you know Cormac.
0: Yeah, he, he's another fella who trained us for a while, yeah, good lord.
1: He's a long-time family friend as well. And uh, because my mom knew Cormac, she picked main stage so that I wouldn't be alone and I'd have someone I knew, so...
0: Yeah, and little did you know why he was there as well. Together, Dar and I were drawn to each other. We were childhood friends and we both loved the same things about wrestling. So naturally we we became close again. We would always train together, do drills together, and we'd even eat off we'd eat together afterwards and we'd talk about wrestling for hours on end, anytime we got the chance. So when Dar became prepared to be put on a show it seemed obvious that we should start to team together. After all, it was a childhood dream to team together and that's where the concept for Kellyogas Lynch came together. The match is just about to start. It's a tag team match which is two on two. Two men from the opposite teams start in the ring while the other two the other two members, who aren't legal, have to stand on the apron and wait until they are tagged by their tag team partner. Those are the rules of the tag team match. At the minute, Dara is being is being mocked by Darren Carney, one of our opponents, because of his inexperience. But even so, the crowd is rallying behind Dara, and Dara is not letting it phase him. Quickly, however, Darren, Darren Carney regains control. His experience initially overmatching Dara. How did you find it? Because uh, you were one of the lads like me who just went at it full, full throttle. You didn't half-ass at all. Basically going for it because you knew what you wanted. You knew you wanted to make a career out of this to be successful. So how did you find it?
1: It's not tough at all to do the, to, for the dedication because it's... it's I'm happy doing it. Like it's it's what I enjoy doing. It's my my life. No, I don't find it hard to be dedicated because it's all I want to do anyway. Like mm-hmm. I work, I don't work wrestling around my life. I work my life around wrestling. I got into this course last year called Ute Reach, and it's just it's almost too good to be true in terms of the time and the money. I I get enough money to pay for training and more, and the time is just perfect. Like I I, I never lay for training. So it worked out real great for me but uh looking for courses and there's certain courses that if I wanted to do them in the future I'd have to miss a day or two in training so I declined them courses. So like I don't work I do I don't work wrestling in my life, I work my life around wrestling. I'm yeah. sure you'd be the same.
0: The sacrifice that had to be made. I remember a couple of years ago I was scheduled to have my first ever match without Lynch just on my own. My uh, my grandfather, the man who was a big inspiration for me, passed away. And so I had to take the bus home from Dublin to Wallahead for his funeral on the Saturday. After I trained, I managed to get to training and make his funeral. Yeah, I would. I'd go to the funeral. The next day, early in the morning, I got the bus back up because there was another show on. I wasn't even wrestling on this show but I wanted to be up there to help out and that's just the life the life any pro wrestler lives you know it's dog eat dog and you have to make those sacrifices you can't give yourself much time to think about these tragedies and like I said the very next week I had my first ever match and unfortunately I lost you know, maybe that played a factor in it but I made sure after what I thought was an embarrassing performance that loss like that would never happen again. Kelly August Lynch Kelly August Lynch is about embracing our roots, our heritage. We both grew up on farms and we both had grandfathers who would dress the way we dressed coming to the ring. Farmers who are very proud of their Irish heritage and proud of their attitude, never back down from a fight and always stand up for your morals. The paddy caps and the suit, the suit jackets and the shirt, it all came from our grandfathers and it, the, sim, the symbolism of that was what really mattered and was, was what really influenced our decision to wear that gear. The ring we easily stand out because we do represent our heritage and of course the the sleeves being torn off the shirt well that was a personal touch by me after all i have massive arms and i am not gonna hide my massive arms with kelly and lynch we didn't just have a unique look we had a unique feel unique personalities and we definitely had the the tempers and the attitude that come with that come with that look. We were we we're rough, we're gritty, and we're not afraid to get our hands dirty in a fight. More than hype. Kelly Oaks Lynch's first opponent and one of the best tag teams in Ireland. More than hype is actually a trio but we face two of the members in Nathan Martin who's known as the psycho of the group because of his temper. Then you have handsome Darren Carney the good looking taller lad of the group who's a brilliant technician no one is smoother than Darren. More hype have done everything there is to do within Ireland you know. They've wrestled WWE performers such as British Strong Style. We faced a huge challenge in February 2020 when we Stepped in the ring with more than the hype because we knew we weren't stepping in with any old tag team We were we were going to be fighting the best We had the drive, we had the ambition and We came up that bit short in the end but at the end of the day even if we lost we came out with our heads held high and winning many people's respect in the process Kelly August Lynch there, first match Do you want to give your perspective as to how it came together?
1: Where do you start? I mean, it's our first official match. Yeah. It's not actually Kelly August Lynch's, Lynch's first professional wrestling match, but it's not Kelly August Lynch's first fight. We've been no. fighting boys and girls and children of all ages for years. It's it's funny how you you, you got your debut before me separately. We you, you've you had, what, five or six matches as just con, not, no Lynch, just Kelly on his own, There's no Lynch on there. I think everyone knew that, and and with all due respect, you weren't. You didn't have very successful um, showings, and I think people knew, and they could tell, is because we're a team and we're not separate. And if it was the other way around, if I was fighting on my own, it wouldn't have been as successful because we're a team and and we work together. And it that showed. I mean, yeah. the other shows, with all due respect, Kelly was not a name that was on the top of everyone's lips but at the end of school of Irish wrestling Kelly I was late Kelly
0: I was we were we were thrown in the deep end as well like more than hype best tag team in Ireland in my opinion like we were putting there two, like basically two rookies when you come down to it against the best tag team in Ireland the number one contenders for the tag titles I mean nah, how did you think how are you handling the pressure because I know it was pretty intense
1: Oh man, I was like that time my dog chased the cows and the cows came chasing after me. My heart was racing. That's how I felt. I was running up and down and up and down the backstage area. I was, mm. I went to a little corner and just started running up and down. I was, I was pooing it. You can tell you that that, that Kelly was much more confident than Lynch. we never, I had never fought in front of a crowd before. But, but not only that, I mean, fighting in front of a crowd, like you said more than hype number one contender for the tag team champions but the tag team champions are current WWE tag team champions I mean hello you don't get better competition than the WWE and the big match for a debuting team I mean usually you see kind of you see people debut against kind of smaller people like even your debut it wasn't anything Mm. huge it wasn't a name like more than hype but uh Kelly August Lynch got the big names I mean we bring the big crowds we get the big names get yeah. the big checks afterwards
0: you know the rest of the matches were were pittens like they they weren't uh, that's no disrespect to my opponent or some of my opponents but uh, just wasn't the high stakes that it was with um, with More Than Hype both members of More Than Hype Nathan Martin and Darren Carney have worn me down I've been the legal man for a while now, and I've taken a lot of punishment at the hands of both of them. At the minute, Nathan has me in a chin lock, his arm wrapped around my chin, and squeezing the life out of my head. However, with one last gasp, I managed to hit one big suplex, a big move on Nathan. I need to get to the corner and tag Dara in. He's much fresher than I am, and I'm too beaten up at the minute to try to try possibly win this match i didn't want to bring up the fact that we lost too much do you want to talk about how we lost then
1: well i tell you a story about how we lost con kelly thinking he's all big and mighty and tag me in tag me in so i was like all right bro i got you tag me in he hits the splash
0: hit the splash and i had the three if it wasn't broken up and
1: at the end of the day Con you lost you lost you, not, yeah. they,
0: they, oh, your point is they cheated anyway and I oh, mean it,
1: it kind of it says a lot I mean a team of that caliber felt they had to cheat against us I mean to be yeah. honest I take that as a compliment
0: Yeah, they, they had the ropes for a pin I and... saw that in the match I,
1: uh, when I hip tossed him, I caught him with the hip toss and you've seen Darren Kearney uh, back up and he was a bit whoa whoa whoa, whoa and he typed oh, yeah. out
0: I think they definitely just didn't expect that from us as well like the element of surprise was a huge factor there and we could have yeah we could have easily gotten on Eddie Guerrero a former WWE world champion and one of the biggest stars in the 2000s in WWE he was the he was my hero as a kid and he was definitely the one that drew me to wrestling he was a smaller guy he displayed so much heart he had so much charisma I I hold Eddie Guerrero responsible for my journey into pro wrestling although he was he tragically would pass away in November 2005 he still has a huge significance on the person I became first time I saw Eddie I was only 5 or 6 years old I really only saw him at the tail end of his career but his opponent was towering over him he wasn't the biggest guy but I remember clearly, you know, the charisma he brought to the ring, the energy, and and I thought wow, you know, this guy, this guy's like me, he's not the biggest, but he's still, you know, he's still got all this energy and he's still, you know, magnetic and his hot-headed nature or something about, even then, even at a young age, even though I didn't fully understand it, something about Eddie in particular just drew me to wrestling. There's a couple of trainers I got to credit, you know, straight away. I mean, the main one, the main trainer in mid-stage wrestling is Joe, Joe Cabrera. I mean, he is basically the, the godfather, the king of Irish wrestling. You know, to, to put it lightly, that's not even giving him enough credit. Joe took his expertise that he learned over in America, his, not only his wrestling acumen, but his business acumen, and he helped build, build a scene and build a feasible place for people to train people to wrestle in front of crowds, people to perform on a much bigger stage than a lot of local Irish talent ever had before you know without having to leave the country or go to the UK or go to the US Mm. Joe did all that. Absolutely I think he can take a a huge part of credit for for me and on my you know relatively new journey compared to other people Paddy Morrow is an Irish wrestling great he's been wrestling for 17 years now and has stayed stayed to his roots I mean he's wrestled all over Europe, all over the world and he has been a trainer now for three years Dara and I credit a lot of what we learned from Paddy because no one is quite as quite as good, quite as tough and you know quite as is just magnetic as Paddy Morrow. I finally the Tag and Dara, and he is running wild. He is taking down both Nathan and Darren with clotheslines and elbows, running wild on both of them. Dara and I decide we need to go for the go for the win. So Dara hits his backstabber move, where he jumps, puts both knees into his ba- into his opponent's back. Then Dara tags me in and I hit the bog splash that I like to call it a big splash from the top rope of the ring that is guaranteed to finish off our opponents. And while Darren did not kick out of my pinfall attempt, Nathan ran in and broke up the pin, thus stopping the pinfall attempt and stopping our attempts at a at a certain victory. Joe Cabray, you know. <laughs> Uh, I'd say Joe and Paddy are obvious ones for you. But do you want to talk about how they, what they've done for you and anyone else?
1: I'll always appreciate Joe and Paddy until the day the farm closes and the day we die. They, they, they allowed me to uh, begin my journey. Out, they allowed us to begin our journey into the the our chosen career that we have a passion for that we loved as kids. Like not, not everyone gets that. Like not everyone gets a opportunity to watch stuff as kids and then be that when they grow up and Joe it's it's underrated it's understated how Joe was signed to WWE when he was in his 30s like that's rare they obviously have to have something in you that the WWE would want he's passing that on to us so I'll always I remember at the end of our match Joe I, I went up to Joe Cabra and I said what, does he, what did he think of it? How was it? And he, and he laughed and he goes, I'll take credit for you. And that just, that meant the world to me. And then uh, did, did later that night on Twitter, I had thanked Patty and Joe and Joe retweeted it and said he called us the next generation. So I don't know, to be honest, I don't even know if Joe realises how important he is to us, how impactful he is to us. And Paddy is just the same. Patty he's he i genuinely believe and i'd say you probably agree he is one of the greatest wrestlers to now signed but i remember i can't remember who the coaches were but they were trying to get me to do something and i couldn't do it right i couldn't explain it and it's like almost out of a movie or a story like paddy came in and explained it to me once he just has a knack for teaching and these were the luckiest group of wrestlers that we could have such a and we have current WWE Cruiserweight champion Jordan Devlin, I mean
0: Yeah, I mean like you're saying with Joe, um when <clears throat> he put out that tweet, like that's a huge like to get a compliment from Joe is one thing, but like for him to tweet out, like he I don't think he's ever done that for anyone's debut in a good way, like.
1: Yeah, he I uh, looked through his account there when he did that and he didn't he does he doesn't regularly tweet.
0: Jordan Devlin is one of the best Irish wrestlers on the scene today. He began in the early 2000s, and he's been a staple in Irish wrestling ever since. he one of the most athletic, one of the most gifted, and one of the hardest working people in Ireland. He signed a WWE contract in 2017, when the WWE expanded to the UK with their NXT UK show. Ever since then, he has become a major player in NXT UK. He achieved a huge accomplishment when he won the WWE Cruiserweight Championship in January of 2020. He has been, he has been training with us since 2019 and learning from him directly has been nothing but an honor. He is learning directly in WWE's performance center where all the WWE wrestlers go to train and to hone their craft. And he is taking those teachings directly to our school, the school of Irish wrestling. So learning from Jordan is like learning from the best indirectly. And we couldn't have asked for a better opportunity than to learn with a current WWE champion and someone someone who's come exactly from where we came from. Final points, you know, are, like you were saying earlier, our goals and how um be we blunt our goals, get to the get to the big leads the or NXT UK is the first step to getting the WWE even. Uh what decided for you anyway? That you just wanna, you know I don't want to waste time, you know. Um, It was, a pan- I think, the pandemic, because it's, like, you, Um,
1: I always grew up, the pandemic has changed so much in the way I look at everything, because I always grew up thinking, like, don't be stupid, that's, not like that's going to happen, like, I remember we were joking about it, the pandemic, and we were, we, I kind of, I wasn't getting angry at people, but I was like, would you stop, like, there's not going to be a global lockdown, and there was, and yeah. so, and that, 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 that kind of just, anything could happen like the old saying you could get hit by a bus tomorrow I could I could I might actually get hit by a bus tomorrow and I don't want to waste time I don't want to I want to make my dreams happen I want to make it to the WWE as soon as possible because there's a career like when you go to the WWE it's like welcome to the big time.
0: Booker T is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time he has been wrestling for nearly 40 years now and has had a decorated career He has won six world titles and is a two-time Hall of Famer. Booker T has been offering Zoom classes online over the course of the pandemic and Darren and I decided we had to take full potential of this opportunity. Since we're sitting at home and we can't actually get in the ring, the next best thing to do is to go on Zoom and try to learn as much as we can from a mentality point of view try train our minds since we can't train our bodies. But still, my mind can't help but dwell on what happened in the closing moments of our match. Look what I crook. We got beaten. Darren reversed a pinning attempt, a sunset flip attempt by me and grabbed onto the ropes for leverage to sneak away with the win. In the immediate aftermath, all Dara and I can think is disappointment, anger, frustration that we just lost in perhaps the biggest moment of our life. The moment washes away and we hear the crowd boos for more than hype grow louder and the cheers for us grow even louder. We feel a certain sense of pride in what we accomplished here. We may not have won the match, but we won a lot of people's respects today. And also, as well as your point, the learning tree, you know? I mean, look, it's a direct line. Like, it wouldn't have been like this 10 years ago, but it's a direct line to someone like a legend like Shawn Michaels. It's us, then you have Jordan Devon, and then Jordan Devon has learned from Shawn Michaels. So it's a direct line from us, and it could to get to that point, and it's so feasible now.
1: The line, like, the things that Jordan teaches us, like, that will come, like, Ric Flair probably taught Triple H a lot of things, Triple H and Shawn Michaels probably taught each other a lot of things, and they teach those things to Jordan. And then Jordan teaches us, like, we're basically getting, like, you can, you can, in wrestling and pro wrestling, you can't get better knowledge than, like, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, uh, rick Flair, you know, and you can all link all them to us, to Jordan. So it's like, it's crazy.
0: That's it's, it's possible. The people can laugh at us, we'll make it happen.
1: If you told me last year that in a year I would have had a pro wrestling match and have had a conversation with a six-time world champion and two-time Hall of Famer and Booker T, I genuinely just, I wouldn't, I might have believed you to match, but I just wouldn't believe you that uh, I would be speaking to Booker T. We have such a advantage, wrestlers in this generation, because we can speak to Booker T from home. We don't have to spend a couple of thousand euro on a plane ticket to Texas. We can literally do it from our homes. I have learned a lot about wrestling, and like we discussed with you, like we 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 have set goals. Like we really set our goals rather than at the start of the year we were. I know I was in such a kind of oh I just debuted. like oh it's crazy and everything, but now it's settled down a long time, and I have set goals that I want. And uh, what I want out of wrestling, I want a job,
0: (laughs) and that's the goal. It may seem unlikely, and how it might seem downright insane, but we will get to WWE. We will find a way, no matter what it takes us. And we know we've been set back quite a bit by this pandemic, set back a whole year, maybe even more we're young and we're driven enough so we'll make up that time and somehow nothing but passion and determination we'll find a way this is Pain, Pride and Pageantry produced edited and directed by Con McGillan it is a school of media production by TU Dublin